Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Kind. M.I.P. With Massimella Mark Thompson. Make It Kind. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome back to Make It Plain. Joining us fresh off his campaign for Senate in South Carolina. And he's going to share with us what his experience was like and perhaps even give us an even more up close perspective of what it's like to be in that kind of race as we all are working hard down in Georgia these days. He is our dear friend uh, and brother who might even be up for a new gig before long too. We'll ask him about that as well. Jamie Harrison joins us from South Carolina. God bless you, brother. How are you? I'm good, brother. So good seeing you, man. And uh, happy holidays to you. Same to you, man. Same to you. First of all, uh, Jamie and I were just talking off mic. Uh, uh, many of you have undoubtedly heard by now that uh, former South Carolina Democratic Party chair, uh, former DNC chair, Don Fowler, has passed away. Um, Jamie, the first time I went to South Carolina, I met Don and Carol and yeah. they treated me like I was you. They treated me like <laughs> I grew up there. And I was unbelievable and just took me everywhere and showed me everything. I got a whole prim on South Carolina in like four hours. Yep. And, and they're just warm and beautiful people. Um, in, in your words, uh, Don Fowler's uh, uh, influence on you and, and, and your your career. Yeah. You know, Don and Carol, uh, it's hard to, to put into words how important they are to to all of us here in South Carolina, um, but folks across the nation. Um, I went on Twitter after I heard the news and, you know, uh, often you know, folks talk about, you know, Jerry West is the, the logo for uh, the NBA. Well, if I had to come up with a logo for the Democratic Party in the DNC, it's Don Fowler. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a man who, uh, you know, he and I were talking. He, next year would have been his 50th 
50th year as a member of the Democratic National Committee. Wow. 50 years in the DNC, going from president of the Young Dems to chair the South Carolina Democratic Party to chair the Democratic National Committee. Uh, every political step that I've taken in my life and every career uh, um, uh, change, I've always consulted with Don. Um, and, uh, you know, my first time going to the White House was because of Don Fowler. I was an interning Jim Clyburn's office. We, we had gotten a whole big, you know, every summer the, the farmers from South Carolina send up some fruit to D.C. to the congressional delegation. They'll send either peaches or watermelons or what have you. And that summer we got a whole a truckload of peaches. And Clyburn gave Don a, a big segment of it. And so Don then proceeded to make sure that everybody in D.C. had South Carolina peaches. And he gave me this whole list of places that I had to go drop these bags of peaches off to. And the final place was he said, I got a, I got a special treat for you. And it was the White House. Wow. And I and I went and at that time it was Bill Clinton president to right. go deliver a bag of South Carolina peaches to Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton in the White House. And, and listen, as a kid in college, man, that was who was a political junkie. That, that made my life. <laughs> um, but Don was just a great guy. And he's going to be missed, man. Uh, and he's leaving such a huge hole in our party. Uh, and I, I don't see anybody feeling it. Well, now, but but you have kind of mirrored his footsteps and his trajectory. Um, the the conversation now, and you mentioned the majority whip, even he's advocating publicly for you to be the next chair of the DNC. Well, what's up, bro? You, you can do this? <laughs> well, man, listen, it's, it's a, a deep honor uh, to even be in the, in the mention of, uh, of such an uh, important job. Um, you know, and, and I've just been clear about it. No need to be mealy mouth. You know, if the president-elect asks me to serve, then I will. Um, you know, I believe in the Democratic Party. I believe in our values. It, that's not to say that the party is perfect. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that we need to do in order to make it better, to make sure that this is a party that uh, hears people, that sees people, that values people, and is going to fight for them. And I believe that I, I bring some skills that can help us realize that. And, uh, you know, I'm just waiting for the call. So, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let me also congratulate you on your race. Just before we talk about Georgia, I think what you've done is make South Carolina the new Georgia, so to speak. I mean, because it's a process. You know, Stacey had to do what she did, did get the ball rolling to get Georgia where it is. You are doing that in South Carolina. You may not have won the seat this time, but you shook up everything. Uh, and it's coming, you know, it always happened the first time. I mean, it's around the corner. So I, I want to commend you for that. How are you? How are you? Oh, I know how campaigns are. You, have you caught your breath yet? Have you recovered? Oh, man. You know, we put everything out in the field, Mark. Uh, you know, I did everything that I think we could th could have done in order to, to really uh, make this a race. I mean, we had Lindsay sweating and crying on Fox News up until the very last day. Because he knew what we knew, that it was close and it was a race. But Donald Trump was able to pull out some folks. I didn't even know where they came from, man. Uh, but he was able to pull out some folks. I mean, just to give you the context, in 2016, Donald Trump got 1.15 million votes in South Carolina. And he beat Hillary Clinton by 14 points. 
I ended up getting 1.1 million votes, meaning that the only difference between what I got and what Trump got in 16 was 50,000 people. But the, the Republicans and Trump were able to pull out some more folks that just blew away the model. And so and we saw it not only in South Carolina, we saw it across the country. And uh, but what it means is you fall off the bike, you brush yourself off, you get back on the bike. We have now identified one point one million people in this state who wanted to change uh, and we're going to continue to talk to them and we're going to grow that number. And so uh, I'm, I'm I feel really positive that uh, South Carolina will become the next Georgia. Uh, but we just got to work on it. Stacy created a model that I think many of us can replicate and we can definitely replicate it here in South Carolina. Yeah. And I feel you on the people Trump brought out. I've been talking. My audience will recognize what I'm about to say, because I've been talking to several posters on the show, not just in South Carolina, but people were finding these hidden Trump voters. Um, uh, one post even calls them uh, the hidden Trump deplorables, and they will come out just for him. Maybe not anything else. Um, and we may be seeing that in Georgia as we segue to Georgia. Because the question now is, with him not being on the ballot and all the confusion and mixed signals that he and other Republicans are sending, they may not vote in Georgia in January. Now, we're not going to take that for granted. We're not going to assume that. We're going to get ready. Yeah. But, but I think we saw that in your state and others just go around. Folk came out that we just never, um, <laughs> that we just never saw before. Yep. And, and well, it was deep. Well, and I think you're right. You, you, we can't take anything for granted. We got to make sure that we get our folks out. And, and we know this. Uh, we're not going into this, this election blind. We know that there are enough votes in Georgia to get a Democrat elected. And the reason why we know that is because Joe Biden, since the first time since 1992, actually pulled Georgia across the finish line for the Democrats. And so and we saw how close Stacy came uh, just a few years ago. And so uh, you got two amazing candidates in Rev Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, who I believe um, are going against the Bonnie and Clyde of the United States Senate. And they will go in and they'll represent the people. They you know, they're not worried about their stock portfolios. They're worried about the fact that they're folks who are unemployed because of COVID, that, that People are standing in soup lines and all because of COVID. People uh, are on the verge of being evicted right around Christmas because of COVID. And their two senators, the current senators, aren't doing a, a thing about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, as soon as they get into the Senate, they're going to start working on behalf of the people of Georgia. Heck, they're already working on behalf of the people right. of Georgia. And right. so uh, we just need to make sure in order to make it happen, people got to go to the polls. Yeah. Was there anything that you learned from your race that you would advise either the candidates or the GOTV effort in Georgia that you would advise them or give them advice on in terms of what to do between now and January 5th? Yeah. And, you know, Mark, I, I, I've been in touch with uh, John and, and uh, Reverend Warnock about this. You know, a few things I told them, I said, when they punch you, you better punch back and punch back hard. Yeah. Um, you know, and we see it right now. You, you particularly see it with the demonization of uh, Reverend Warnock uh, in this race. I almost I can tell you it's almost like a cookie cutter. 
the same exact ads that Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham were running against me are the same ads that Mitch McConnell and Kelly Leffler are running against Raphael Warnock. And, and you see the same type of things with both John and Raphael, that uh, they're, they're trying to call them radical and socialist and this and that. I mean, you know, the biggest bunch of uh, socialists are all on the Republican side of the aisle. Uh, and, but their socialism is only for the wealthy and the rich. Uh, they want to give all, all, all of what working people make and give to our government in order to, to provide uh, for the general welfare and give it all to the, the most wealthy who already have everything that they need. Um, and so, you know, what John and, and Raphael are, are fighting for, they're, right, they're fighting for health and jobs and justice uh, and making sure that the American dream is alive and well for all of us, not just a select few. And so I, I told them, I said, when they punch you and they, they start talking about all these things, you know, and uh, you punch back, uh, make sure you're also doing canvassing. You know, one of the things that we did not do until the very last minute, and, and, you know, and I have mixed feelings for, about this because, you know, my, my bright line was we got to protect the voters and we got to protect the people who are working on our campaign. Uh, and so we, we decided to hold off on canvassing uh, until we got a better understanding of COVID and we talked to some doctors about how we could go about doing it. Uh, and so whereas the Republicans did not hold off, they, they, they were doing it for, for months on end, not really caring whether they exposed their people or, or their voters. Uh, and so we, we got the guidance that we needed in order to, to do it and do it in the right fashion. I'm happy to see that that's what they're doing in Georgia. They have also gotten that guidance so that they can go because it's important to talk to the people directly. TV mm -hmm. ads and, and radio spots can only go so far. Pieces of mail can only go so far. Sometimes people need that personal touch in order to really help them understand the importance and the urgency of going out to vote. And so uh, I'm happy to see that, see that they're doing that. And, um, you know, these guys got a shot. Uh, and and uh, we all just have to do our part in making sure that they can get it across the finish line. Yeah, no, no, I would agree. And you mentioned punching back too. you know, that's so important. I think you know, and I'm sure you agree. Sometimes those of us are Democrats um, can sometimes come off as being too polite. Yes. Uh, I think you can still be polite, though, and defend yourself. And, and you did that <laughs> in South Carolina. And I love what John's been saying about the Bonnie Clyde reference. Because yeah. that's exactly what it is. People need to know that, don't they, that these are two individuals, you know, in the midst of a pandemic, we're trying to make some money for themselves. Amen, man. They, they don't give, excuse my language, they don't give a damn about the people in Georgia. Because if they did, they would be pushing Mitch McConnell right now to go ahead and have a COVID relief bill uh, as we're approaching uh, the Christmas holidays. Uh, there are a lot of people suffering in that state right now, and it takes real leadership. That leadership means even going to your majority leader, the leader of your party, the, uh, the president of the United States, and saying, I was elected, duly elected to represent the people of Georgia, and therefore I'm going to do that, regardless of whether or not you agree with it or not. But these folks don't have that, that sort of core values and core convictions to even go and say that because they don't care. They only care about their own stock portfolios. Uh, but we need some people there who care about the, the folks in Georgia. And I and, and Mark, I, I have personal uh, ties to Georgia. My mama lives in Georgia. 
My sister lives in Georgia. My niece and nephew live in Georgia. My aunts and uncles live in Georgia. They're all in the outs, outskirts of Atlanta. I want to make sure they got some people there that are going to fight for them and their fa- and our family and, and their communities. And I can tell you, Leffler and Purdue ain't fighting for anybody but themselves. Right, right. No, you're absolutely right. And people need to be um, um, aware of that. I've been encouraged, and this is not for anybody to relax, but I've been encouraged because early voting numbers and the absentee ballot requests look good. Very uh, good. You're right. These are winnable seats in Georgia. Biden won after all. But but if we look at some of the absentee ballot requests, early voting numbers, um, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and and we, but, but Mark, I'm going to give folks a warning. Don't rest on that. You know, here in the early vote for, for me, I beat Lindsey Graham in the early vote here in South Carolina. So on Election Day, I went into that election with an 150,000 vote lead over Lindsey Graham. We, we beat him 55-45. We had 1.3 million people who voted early in South Carolina, and I whipped his butt on the early vote. But then we got the onslaught on Election Day. So that's what I'm saying to folks. I want you to go, go vote early. Make sure John and Raphael got an early lead. But then for those of you who are waiting, you go and take yourselves to that poll on Election Day if you decide not to vote early because – we can't afford for them to lose on election day because our people fail to turn out. Um, also, Jamie, make the case as to why we need them in the Senate for a Senate majority. Yeah. So the government can actually function again. Well, you know, right now we have as a majority leader, a man, you know, it is Christmas time and many of us are reading the Grinch. Um <laughs> Uh, but this is this man is a real live version of the Grinch and his heart is still uh, it, it is 10 t- sizes too small and ain't growing. Uh, this is a man who has called himself the Grim Reaper of the United States Senate. Every piece of legislation from the John Lewis uh, Voting Rights Act uh, to, uh, to every uh, increase in the minimum wage, everything that the House has passed in order to address the issues that working people are dealing with right now, this man has, one man has stood in the, in the door and stopped it. And that is Mitch McConnell. And right now, Leffler and Purdue are rubber stamps for what Mitch McConnell decides to do and how he decides to, to lead. And so they don't follow the directions of the people of Georgia. They follow what Mitch McConnell tells them to do. And so uh, think about this. Even if you don't care about, you know, people say, well, you know, voting doesn't matter for me. Well, don't think about yourself. Think about your mom. Think about your grandma. Think about that aunt and uncle who's on Social Security and Medicare. Lindsey Graham here in South Carolina has already said that Social Security and Medicare are promises that we can't keep. And that now, since he's been reelected, that's what he's going after. Well, if you allow uh, Purdue and Lefka to stay there, then uh, Lindsey Graham becomes the chair of the budget committee. Uh, Mitch McConnell continues to be the majority leader in the Senate. And they just like they stopped everything for Barack Obama, they will stop stop everything for Biden and Kamala Harris. And we can't allow that to happen because people are suffering right now and they need help. And the only way that we do it, the eyes of the world are on Georgia. Y'all are like Atlas and the, the globe is on your shoulders and you got to bring this home. And I'm going to do everything that I can. I've raised almost a million dollars to help the Georgia Democratic Party, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. So I'm going to do everything I can. But y'all have the most power in, in, in this equation. You yeah. got the power of voting and changing things. 
So if you don't think about yourself, think about the people in your lives that you love, the kids that you send to school, uh, the grandparents and seniors in your lives. Let's protect them. And the way that you do that is by voting either now, early or on January 5th. Amen. No, we, we need folks to do that. And you formed a new pack, too. Is that right? Yeah, it's called the Dirt Road Pack. Uh, and my focus really is, and if you want to find out more information, jamieharrison.com. But my focus is going into states like Georgia and South Carolina and Mississippi and Louisiana, states where Democrats have really taken them for granted over the years and long doing some long-term investments so that we can eventually turn these states purple and then blue. Uh, and so I'm really excited about it. We're doing work in Georgia. We're helping. Uh, we're going to start a new partnership in Virginia very soon because they got elections coming up in 2021. And then we're going to choose a few states in 2022 that we're going to uh, test some some pilot programs uh, to really see if we can do help uh, make some difference on the margins. Yeah. Yeah. Very important, folks. Uh, go to JamieHarrison.com. Check out Dirt Road Pack. Jamie is right. All hands are on deck for Georgia. Every one of us knows someone in Georgia. Yes. Right. Reach out. Be sure you're talking to them. Don't just call folk over the holidays and talk about what they're eating and what they're doing. <laughs> they live in Georgia. Did you vote? Are you going to vote? Are you early voting? Um, and, and that is taking place uh, all over. The numbers look good, but we can't take for granted, as Jamie said. Um, we've got to do all we can to be sure that everyone gets to the polls. Brother, we all are, are so proud of you. I, I mean, it's, it's just like Stacy's situation where you lose the seat per se, but you still win. Amen. You, Amen. You, in many, many ways you won. Um, and, and so, uh, God bless your work. God bless. We we're looking forward to many other great things. I'm, I'm wonder when maybe I need to text Joe Biden myself. And <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and do that? <laughs> what you doing, dude? What's, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> Jamie Harrison, uh, dot com and folks um, lift up the name of uh, Don Fowler. God bless Amen. him and his family, uh, because this person you see, Jamie, Don had a lot of influence on him. Yeah. And, um, and so we continue uh, the fight. And and all those states you named, Dirt Road, man, those are states where there are thousands of African-American voters. Yes. And we could just turn that power around. I mean, man. Mike didn't do as well this time as he did a couple of years ago, Mike Espy. But that was close. Uh, Mike was close. And he just and, and I think that's the you know, you got folks like Adrian Perkins in Louisiana. He Adrian got in late. But I mean, these are so many talented people who would be tremendous leaders on a national level. But the investment isn't there. The infrastructure isn't there. And that's why I decided that I wanted to do this work. We saw what Stacy was able to do in Georgia. She built an infrastructure that has now paid off and uh, uh, paid dividends. We got to do the same thing across this country. And so regardless of whether I'm at the DNC or just Jamie Harrison, private citizen, I'm committed to doing this work because I know it's the work that has to get done. There are too many black folks that live in all these states where folks have not expanded Medicaid, where hospitals are closing, where uh, schools are falling apart, where the roads are still dirt uh, and the water is as brown as the dirt. Uh, we got to change that because we can't allow these people to live in, in states that are almost like third world countries. Yeah. Uh, this is America. And all of the, the things that everybody benefits from and the joys, 
needs to trickle down and needs to be had by everybody, not just a select few. And so I'm committed to doing this. I ain't going anywhere and I'm rolling up my sleeves and ready to fight for it. Y'all heard that he's going to do the work anyway. So if he's going to do the work, we should just give him the job. OK, I mean, that's just because he's going to do it anyhow. And, and that's how committed he is. Before we go, very important. Let me say, so how is South Carolina's uh, COVID numbers these days? Oh, it just like every place else, we are seeing record number of COVID uh, cases and our governor ain't doing a, a excuse my language again, ain't doing a damn thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, because he's a Trump rubber stamp um, and cares more about the politics, about everything else instead of the, the health of the people of South Carolina. And so, uh, you know, many of us are pushing him and saying, let's have a mass mandate for at least six, uh, 60 days. So that uh, as we go through this, that we can we can see some relief. We're almost at capacity at many of our hospitals here in South Carolina. And I'm just I'm fearful for what the holidays will bring. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you're going to take the vaccine. A lot of black folk talking. Yes, about I it. am. OK, as soon as it is available to me, I'll take it. I'll get on Instagram live, Facebook live. I'll tweet live anything to let folks know we need to take the vaccine. Folks, listen. Uh, you know, we take the flu shot and all that. And, and I understand. I understand the, the history and uh, of black folks don't want to be test, you know, the, being tested on. But we, it's not just black people who are taking this. Everybody is. And yeah. so um, the, the alternative is not something that we want. We see what the alternative is. More right. black and brown folks are dying because of the coronavirus than any other group. Um, and so let's make sure that we're doing what we can to protect ourselves and, and our loved ones. Yeah, you're right. The alternative is certain. Yes. We see what that that's not we not don't have to wonder nope. <laughs> about that. So when you put something up against what you know is going to happen and some you may have some concern about, then you got to really make the responsible decision. Exactly. So Dirt Road Pack, JamieHarrison.com. Brother, we thank you. Love to your family over this holiday season um, and and your Georgia family, your mom and everybody. So we're going to get this done, folks, with Jamie's help. Uh, we're going to get this done. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Merry Christmas to you. Same to you, my friend. All right. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe. And wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been made plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.